Hello, welcome to episode four of the Think, Feel, Eat broadcast. So I'm excited to announce that my tech girl has the Think, Feel, Eat page all up at DonnaReach.com. So you can get the first three episodes there, including the handouts for episode three, which um, we're gonna talk about here in just a little bit as we go through today's uh, outline as well. And also at that same spot, um, you can find episode one, which is an introduction to Think, Feel, Act. So I would love for everybody, that's a longer broadcast, but it goes over all of the elements of Brooke Castillo's model, uh, the self-coaching model, and specifically teaches many, many, many examples from the Think, Feel, Act cycle. And once you watch that video, I think um, all the uh, videos that are coming, all the broadcasts that are coming will make a lot more sense. So tonight's episode, for episode four of the um, Think, Feel, Eat podcast, broadcast, videocast is, does the power of positive thinking really work? And so uh, those of us who have been around for a while, we probably read some books and uh, it, before podcast, before videocast, before um, the internet and social and things like that, we probably have read books and uh, heard messages and things like that about the power of positive thinking. And uh, many of us in evangelical circles, you know, were you know taught, of course, that uh, you know you the power of positive thinking is not a biblical stance, and you can't just think something into existence. And of course, the people who believed in the power of positive thinking. They would pull Bible verses out and stuff to support that. And then others would pour, pull other Bible verses out that just, you know, disproved it, they felt. Um, and I was always a little bit, I'm a doer, so I'm very action-oriented. So I was always kind of like, hmm, pretty sure you can't just think and something will happen, right? <laughs> and of course, you know that the three benchmarks that I use and that I teach to help us examine research and and, um, and different positions and things like that when it comes to food and nutrition and eating and health and fitness and weight loss. Um, number one, robust, rigorous, repeatable research. Number two, personal experience. Because when I heard, for example, a doctor say, you can't lose weight if you eat an apple, I knew that he that I couldn't watch him because that you can, a lot of people lose weight eating apples. I eat apples every single day and I've lost a hundred pounds in the last many years. So, and specifically the last few years, last couple years. So I, you know, I know that that's my own personal experience does not, that that makes that untrue. Number three is observation of others. So when it comes to the power of positive thinking, my experience was that I never, you know, said something and clicked my heels together and it happened. And my um, personal observation was that I didn't see it happening, you know, a lot of other places either in terms of, you know, I'm going to make, you know, a million dollars up here or whatever. And then I was introduced to Brooke Castillo's self-coaching model, which is what I've been teaching uh, some in the group. And it is right here. I just have my little one here. I'm on the the phone tonight because my computer was giving me fits and then my last recording also gave me fits so I'm just having a bad recording day but that's okay um, because feelings feel, the worst thing that can happen is that I can have a feeling right that this isn't going so well and then 
I can just feel it and be okay. We all can. All right, so um, I taught the five elements from Brooke Castillo's model. I am a, a student in the Self-Coaching Scholars Program, and Brooke Castillo designed this model, and it, in the middle, has Think, Feel, Act. And this is very popular, uh, very notable among um, uh, life coaching and self-coaching and things like that. And we've taught, and I've talked about this extensively. And then she added circumstances and results. Now, um, the think, feel, act cycle is based on the fact that a circumstance is a fact, and then we move down in here to the middle, and we have a thought about it. So we have over 60,000 thoughts a day. And whenever we think something, it causes us to feel a certain way, and then that causes us to behave in a certain way. So in essence, the think, feel, act cycle is something that we see, you know, born out in our own lives all the time. Um, of course, I talk about how we see it on socials all the time, how it is, you know, in memes and we see it's true. But we know it's true in other ways too. So let's take a really simple way that this, is, that this bears out. So somebody is late coming to something that she's supposed to come to. And you know that her husband has been very ill. So you think to yourself, oh, she's late again, probably because of all the demands at home. You feel sympathetic towards her and you act, you take these actions. Maybe you hang up her coat. Maybe you help her take, bring in the kids. Maybe you, you know, give her words of encouragement. Whatever, you have certain actions. Somebody else comes in late, okay, and we think, you know, she has no excuse to be late. She doesn't have a job, okay? We think all kinds of things. Why do we think so many things about people? Good gravy, let us let them be, right? But we think... Well, she doesn't even work. Why is she so late? And then we feel exasperated or aggravated by her. Not by her, by our thought. <laughs> and then we act coldly towards her. We don't help her with her kids. We don't help her with her coat. We don't say kind words to her, right? So this could either be action or inaction, either one. Think, feel, act, right? I don't think there's anybody who's listening to this or watching this. And if you're listening to it, you guys can come over to DonnaReach.com and get the video because I'm, I'm holding up my little thingy here. <laughs> so you can see the, the um, Think, Feel, Act series here on my little poster app. Um, and I don't think there's anybody watching this or listening to this who can't say, yep, that's pretty much how it happens. <laughs> right? And so when I was introduced to... Brooke Castillo's model, which has the regular think, feel, act that you see so often in coaching circles and life coaching things. And then she added circumstance at the beginning. This is just something that happens. So um, Susie comes to meeting 15 at 6.15. Don't even use the word late. Okay. All right. So it's just a circumstance. She just came to the meeting and she arrived at this time. Okay. There isn't a thought. Of course, then we have thoughts about it. Right, so she added the circumstance at the beginning and then she added the results at the end. So when we think about um, our feelings, our thoughts and our actions, we have a thought, we have a feeling, and then we take actions. So the thoughts, of course, all of our thoughts are just sentences in our mind. So we have sentences in our mind that repeat over and over and over again. Sometimes they're sentences, sometimes they're fragments, sometimes they're clauses, you know, they don't call me language lady for nothing, right? <laughs> so grammar aside, they just replay in our minds, right? A group of words. They just replay over and over again in our minds. And of course, after a while, those groups of words become our beliefs. 
And that's why it's so important to really get a hold of our thoughts, to really take control of them, to manage them, to not let them run away with us. Because we see this, this uh, series that takes place, a thought, a feeling, and actions. So when we consider that it all starts right here with our thought, then we're just like, oh my word, I need to get control of this. So we can manage our thoughts and we can say, I am not going to, to um, think negatively about Susie who came late. We can make ourselves not think that way. We can say, this is what I'm going to think instead. I'm going to think everybody has bad days. Maybe we can't think, oh, I'll just, I'm so, I'm so forgiving of Susie. I'm so understanding. That doesn't bother me that she does that. Maybe we can't do that. But we can certainly think everybody has bad days. Feeling, sympathy, feeling, maybe at least just neutral. Maybe we just don't. But we're not going to feel a negative thought towards her and we're not going to take negative actions. So we can all see how that works. But the power of positive thinking, on the other hand, was different. And this is what really led me to uh, love Brooke Castillo's self-coaching model and love the whole life coaching concept of think, feel, act. Hence, think, feel, eat, right? Uh, focusing on the weight loss aspects of thinking and feeling and acting. So the thing that I loved about it is because when we look at the power of positive thinking, this is what it looks like. Or at the, it looks like this, or at the very least like this. Now, so for those who are listening, I'm covering up the action section of the Think, Feel, Act. So with power positive thinking, we have a thought, maybe we, have, maybe we acknowledge a feeling, and then we, you know, I don't know, click our heels together, I'm not sure what we do, and then we get a result, all right? And I always had trouble with that. I always didn't really think that that was how things worked, you know? I always felt like people do things and then things happen, you know? I do things and then thing hap things happen. And, but with power positive thinking, it's like we're wiping out this and we're saying instead, if I think, you know, certain helpful thoughts, and I, it's been a long time since I read the power of positive thinking, so I don't know the exact protocol and the exact steps, but I do know that Brooke and life coaching add in this action, right? Think, feel, act. And I could see how beliefs and thoughts that you think over and over again do not lead to a final outcome, they lead to actions. And that's really, really good news because that means that if we take the time, the effort, the energy, even just 10 or 15 minutes a day, if we take that time to gain control of our thoughts, to tweak them, to use monkey bar thoughts as I taught last week. If we take the time to do that, then we can change our feeling or, or drum up a feeling that gives us productive actions. So you stop and think, for those of us who have had trouble with actions, we've had trouble taking the actions that we want to take to get our results. This is like amazing news because we can work on the thought line and we can tweak that until it gets us the feeling that we'll take the actions for. So the main way that I see that think, feel, act differs from the power of positive thinking is that we are saying that 
Thoughts do not give results, but thoughts give feelings and then actions, right? That it starts with a thought and then we create a certain feeling within us from that thought and then that will give us actions. And so this is where I really see that we can use the power of positive thinking not to think something and get a result, but instead to think something and get actions. And like I said, that's the best news because even though we have in the past maybe believed that we don't have any control over our thoughts, I have learned through doing my thought work and taking that 10 or 15 minutes a day that I can control my thoughts, right? I can change what I'm thinking and then I can take the actions that I want to take. And so that's why I just, I just love, love, love this good news. Now we know that we do what we think about, right? We know that um, when someone says, I've just been thinking about this over and over and over again, and it just, I just can't stop think, couldn't stop thinking about that. And then the next thing you know, they're like happy or empowered or positive or whatever the feeling might be. And then they're taking some massive action. They're taking some really good action to get a result that they want. But first of all, what did they say? They said, I just keep thinking about this over and over and over again. I just cannot stop thinking about it. And then they act. And when we hear a motivational speaker, or we hear a podcast, or we watch a video cast, or we read a book, and we hear somebody say the same things over and over and over again. In my business circles right now, the big thing is Marie Forleo's um, new book called Everything is Figure Outable. She's just looking forward to my nightstand. It's called Everything is Figure Outable. And since she has written that book and since she has gone on her book tour, and um, I probably heard, oh my word, 10 people in the last month in one, in a podcast, in a video cast, you know, in a in an interview, say, you know, because you know what Marie Forleo says, everything is figure outable. And so you think about that. We hear that over and over and over again. Then people start saying it over and over and over again. Everything is figure outable, which I absolutely love because you know I love cleverness, and that's like something that I would put in one of my students' books, one of my curriculum books. Everything is figure outable. And we start thinking that over and over and over again. And then guess what? We drum up a feeling of persistence, a feeling of um, diligence, a feeling of um, not giving up, whatever that one word is for that, um, long suffering. We drum up a feeling that all of a sudden we're, we're doing things we never thought we would do before or things that we wanted to do before, but we have just never stuck with them. And it, we look back and we realize it's because we believed everything is figure outable, right? And that is how thoughts work. And that's one reason why I teach a lot of times, uh, my husband and I used to do parenting seminars, and we teach even now when I teach, speak to homeschoolers and things, that it's important to surround our kids with good things to think about, right? Their peers are huge in what they think. So we want them to be surrounded by peers who, you know, make them think that, you know, or, or, you know, say things like, you know, academics are important, character is important, you know, morals are important, those kind of things, because we know that our peers 
are their, our children are going to follow their thoughts in that way. So we cannot think ourselves to success, but we can think ourselves to great actions. And like I said, that's really good news because we maybe in the past have not been able to control our actions and we a lot of times can't control our feelings, right? But we can control the thought that feeds the feeling. So thoughts lead to actions and then actions lead to results. Now, how does this think, feel, act right in here? Okay, if it's not gonna be positive thinking, we're not going to just think, I can lose 20 pounds by March 1st. I can lose 20 pounds by March 1st, and this is mid-February, and then do it, right? So if that doesn't work, then how does it all play together here? And how that happens is that we think, we don't, we come here, we think, suppose we did think, I can lose 20 pounds by March 1st. And because it's not believable, because I don't know anybody, well, I suppose if somebody is, you know, maybe 200 pounds overweight or something, they could lose 20 pounds by March 1st, but generally speaking, it's not really possible. So that thought would not be believable to us, and so it would cause a feeling of defeat. It would cause a feeling of frustration. It would cause a feeling of inadequacy. Okay, it wouldn't be a feeling that would yield actions. And so that is where the real differences between the power of positive thinking and think, feel, act, in our case, think, feel, eat, the differences are there in terms of weight loss. So instead we would say to ourselves, well, I can't believe that I'm gonna lose 20 pounds by March 1st, so what can I believe? And we talked about that, um, when was that? That was live here in the group, and it is called, um, what is it called? Um, oh, your, your identity, your new identity. Uh, we had a couple weeks on that, and there's a handout for that too. So that'll be at the blog eventually, but right now you can see it in this free Facebook group. Okay, so we, we need a monkey bar thought, right? We need a thought when we can't believe I'm gonna lose 20 pounds by March 1st. So maybe it's something more along the lines of, um, I can lose three pounds by March 1st. And we have a feeling of, then that would, if we believe that, then that would give us a feeling of um, determination, a feeling of uh, patience, a feeling of curiosity, a feeling of um, uh, stick-to-itiveness, if you will. I always use that word with my kids, stick-to-itiveness. And then our actions will be, okay, these are the things that I can do. And we're not skipping here to try to get the result of that new weight. We are letting these thoughts lead to these feelings and give us a whole slew of actions that will cause the results. And so the real differences with the power of positive thinking and this is that we are trying to drum up the kind, think a thought that's believable, work on it until we get a thought that will help us. And in the group, a lot of times I say, you know, that I have a pocket thought I can share with you today if you need one. Okay, you remember that comes from that little ditty. Um, uh, how did I sing that? You know, it's uh, grab, a, 
Grab a falling star, grab a pocket, grab a helpful thought and put it in your pocket. Never let it fade away. So I like to have a pocket thought most days. I like to just have a pocket thought with me. My pocket thought is, you know, that I, um, that I am able to stay on protocol all day today. And my feeling is determination, you know, so I have a, like a thought for the day, maybe a thought for the week, but I know that if I have a thought that I can believe and it gets me a feeling that will work towards my actions, then I'm good. I'm golden, right? And so we have to have believable thoughts that give us the right feelings that lead to actions. So a lot of us are like, well, I don't ever seem to stick with actions. And I have a new podcast broadcast coming up soon uh, called, um, I can't remember how many ways to, uh, to uh, stay, to be in integrity with yourself. Because I have some really good helps for that. Some things that I have learned that help me learn to be, stay in integrity with myself. What can I do to make myself do the things that I tell myself I'm going to do? So that'll be coming up soon. But it has to, it, we have this concept of these actions and we're like, I just don't take them. I just don't stick with them. Well, then we have to go back up. What feeling is it? Well, maybe, you know, you need last week's podcast, which broadcast, which is episode three. And it has a booklet with it. And it's called um, uh, Why You Can't Bully Yourself to Weight Loss with Negative Self-Thoughts. And there's a really great booklet with that. And that great booklet has uh, worksheets, that you, worksheets that you fill in and to get your positive self-thoughts. So when we say, oh, I never stick with my actions, I can't stick with these actions, then we have to say, well, what feeling is fueling that? Well, if we can't stick with our actions, maybe our feeling is overwhelm because we have too many things that we're trying all at the same time. Or maybe that feeling is, um, you know, defeat because we are thinking, I've got to do something really big to make this happen. And then our feeling is defeat and then our actions, we, we list these actions that we can't take. So we need to start with our thought, go with, then we'll create a feeling, and then we'll have actions that we can actually take. And we'll start, we'll, the way we'll know that think, feel, eat cycle is working for us um, is that we'll start taking actions when before we couldn't. We'll start taking actions that before used to just elude us. And we'll realize then that it's coming from a feeling of self-worth, a feeling of um, positive um, uh, feelings about yourself, a feeling of uh, determination, a feeling of um, curiosity, a feeling of hopefulness. And then we're like, huh, that's because I thought this thought. I thought, um, I think I can lose three pounds by March 1st or I am open to losing three pounds by March 1st. And then we took, then we got a feeling and the feeling was good and it felt good. And then it spurred our actions on. So I hope this has been helpful to you to see kind of the differences between what we used to think of as, you know, the power of positive thinking and how we just jumped from thoughts to results and how uh, think, feel, act, or in this case of this broadcast, think, feel, eat, is is different because we are not trying to just think a thought and get to a result. 
we know we have to do the work in between there. But what is going to cause us to do the work? What is going to cause us to stay on track? What is going to cause us to stay in integrity with ourselves? What is going to cause us to take that action list and actually do it? And it's going to come from a believable, good thought that generates an extremely helpful feeling. Thank you for joining me on Think, Feel, Eat, Episode 4. Check out the handout back with Episode 3. Also check out the very first episode introducing the Think, Feel, Act cycle. It's a little longer, but it, I run a lot of scenarios through that will help you understand the Think, Feel, Act cycle even more. Thanks a lot for joining me. I will see you next week on Think, Feel, Eat.